Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. This week we're going to take a look at uh, global Bollywood sensation Priyanka Chopra and discuss three of her iconic films. First up, John Abraham and Abhishek Bakchan pretend to be a gay couple to move in with PC in her posh Miami apartment in Tarun Masakani's Dostana. Then Ms. Chopra plays 12 different characters corresponding to the 12 zodiac signs in Ashutosh Gowarakar's What's Your Rashi? And finally, Priyanka Chopra's biggest knockout yet, her turn as world boxing champion Mary Calm in Omang Kumar's Mary Calm. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, lovers! Yes, uh, I know you missed us, but we're back. Um, so, first order of business, Matt, I made a mistake in the last episode. You? A mistake? What? I know, I And I know. didn't catch it in editing? You did not. Um, but Liz C, at Liz Cook on Twitter, did catch the mistake um, and informed us that we were wrong about Ram Gopalvarma directing Dilse. I had mixed up my notes. He produced Dilse, but Rani, Manny Ratman directed it, so... I apologize to everyone for leading you astray. I think honest that's, mistake. Yeah, that's not the worst mistake. Yeah, well, yeah, it goes to show that none of us are infallible. Well, it shows that you're not infallible. <laughs> the verdict's still out on you. Yeah, no one's caught me yet. Okay, um, so uh, happy Diwali uh, to any and everyone celebrating Diwali. Uh, we actually took in uh, some Diwali celebrations here in Edmonton last weekend. Yeah, we went to a dance party at uh, Northlands, which is kind of a, I guess you'd call it uh, racing slash community interest slash uh, sports venue. It's where the rodeo happens. Uh, it's where the Oilers currently play. They're at Rexall Place. There's a convention center. There's a convention center. Yeah. It's, it's where my high school graduation was. But we went to the uh, um, kind of the nightclub in the racing, the horse racing mm-hmm. uh, arena, and uh, yeah, we danced to some songs. Yeah, so uh, TD, the uh, the bank, was sponsoring this uh, Diwali celebration at Northlands. So as part of these festivities, there was like a 100 plate banquet, which we did not go to because we're not that rich. It was too expensive. Um, 100 dollars a plate. That's yeah. What I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there was also this Bollywood dance night, which, you know, we thought we would check out because, you know, first of all, we don't go out a lot, because uh, we have to sit at home and watch all these Bollywood movies for you. Um, and also because bars are noisy and terrible and don't play good music. So we thought, uh, well, let's, let's go, let's go dance to some Bollywood tunes. And they played, uh, quite a bit of songs we recognized. So what did we hear? Uh, there was a Devil from Kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a song from Ram Leela, a couple songs from Yajawani Haidawani, um, the theme song, Ooh La La, Ooh La La from The Dirty Picture. And I swear, they played Lovely from Happy New Year like five times. It's a good song, but it's better when uh, um, when Deepika's actually there. Yeah? Did you, did you bust out some pretty good moves? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not a dancer, I guess. I don't know. I didn't have enough drinks in me to really get going. It was it was a it was a fun night though, and I think a shout out to our friends Alan Mott and Courtney, uh, who came with us and got in the spirit of things and let me drag them on the dance floor when you would go dancing with me. Yeah, it it started off a little bit awkward. There weren't a lot of people there, but it really got 
had later on. Yeah. Oh, and they played um, AIB and Irfan Khan's parody song, um, Party Every Night. Yeah, that was weird. It was almost <laughs> like if, uh, you know, you're in the club and someone starts banging out some weird owl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciated that, though. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun night. I saw a man double fisting... Uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade, I thought that was pretty... Uh, <laughs> that was the uh, highlight that was, for that you? That was notable. Yeah. And a drunk girl tried to use our friend's purse as a pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lots, <laughs> lots of drama and excitement <laughs> And a couple of guys tried to teach me how to dance. Hmm. So that was good. Clearly, I'm a struggling white girl, and uh, they took pity on me. So did they ask shout you, out to those guys. Did they ask you what your Rashi was? No, they did not. Oh, see, that's how you do it. <laughs> okay. You got to... You gotta do uh, Rashi-based uh, pickup lines. Oh, okay. I'll keep that in mind. Um, so that was our minor Diwali celebration. Um, nothing like you know yeah. these spectacular pictures that we're seeing from all the Bollywood stars on Instagram. And we're looking forward to catching the movie pretty soon. No, that's Dilwale. Oh, what's Dilwale? Dilwale means like a big-hearted or brave heart. God damn it! Okay. Diwali is the is the festival. I was wondering about that. But it's about there's a, light. There's an extra L, and I thought, oh, are they the same thing? But no, I'm just, no, just a dumbass. They're not the same thing at all. And also, Diwali has an I on the end, and Dilwale has an E on the end. Yeah, is but like. Uh, Diwali, a lot of movies come out then. Like it, uh, that was Chris Three was coming out for Diwali. Like, yeah, like it's like a it's like a time. Happy to New release. Year came out for Diwali. Yeah, that's why year. I got confused because it's yeah. it's a time when big releases come out. It's like you know Christmas Day yeah. or you know Fourth um, of July weekend maybe in the states. I don't know. It seems like a time that would happen. That's why I thought the movie oh, was okay. coming out soon. Yeah, and the new Salman Khan is uh, is the film. Um, that's being kind of put out. That's the big Diwali release that's being put out with Diwali. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I'm glad we could clear that up for you, Matt, and maybe and for the listeners anyone else listening. It's okay. I'll be done for you. <laughs> I think this proves that you're uh, fallible. God damn it. You're right. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the uh, the topic of the episode. Um, we are discussing Priyanka Chopra, one of our favorite Bollywood stars. She's pretty great. Yeah? Yeah. What's your favorite uh, favorite characteristic of hers um she's got a lot of characteristics that i like Um, (laughs) yeah uh she's she gives good face she does give good face i think she she's got great teeth actually yeah um she emotes quite a bit in her face and i think um as we will discuss with buster rashi can really convincingly portray a lot of character in a single look mm -hmm, yeah um, so she is currently, I would say, one of the biggest Indian celebrities in the world. She, um, and she's she, definitely like more well known out of India than a lot of the other ones. Oh, definitely, yeah. She, uh, she kind of launched her career by mi- winning Miss World in uh, in 2000. That'll do it, yeah. Um, that then put her kind of in. Um, a lot of modeling contracts and also gave her entrance into Bollywood. And she won the National Film Award for Best Actress for Fashion. She also has four Film Awards, Best Female Debut, Best Performance in a Negative Role, Best Actress, that was for Fashion, and Critics Award for Best Actress for Seven Kun Moth. I love the Best Performance in a Negative <laughs> Role. I gotta say, I mean, I kind of wish the Oscars had that because... Well, it takes a different set of skills, right? Well, you'd be getting someone like... Like Christoph Waltz, for instance, he'll occasionally get a supporting actor. Like, I think for Django, he was supporting. Yeah, I think so. But, like, 
if there was a for a villain role, I mean, he was great in Inglorious Bastards mm-hmm. and other films of that <laughs> nature. I can't think of any off the top of well, my head. Well, he was just the villain inspector. Yeah, but I hear he's not that amazing. Yeah, and uh, Along with the rest he of the was movie. the bad guy also in Horrible Bosses too. Right, that's the other one that I was thinking of <laughs> that he should have got an Oscar buzz for. Is, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, well, I think it, it's a different kind of performance. It's a different style. Um, but I think kind of the way that Bollywood is more structured kind of around commercial genre cinema lends itself to having categories like that. And a lot of Whereas, actors get like typecast, and it's nice yeah. that even if you're the heavy who just shows up and beats up the hero in the second act, you do have a shot at uh, recognition. Well, and the, the awards at the film, the categories at the film fair Awards kind of are a jumble, like a, a conflation of kind of what you would get in MTV movie awards, what you get at the Oscars, and also what you get at critics awards because How the critics also... Um, hand you awards. Know? You know, I think this is a topic for a future episode. Yeah, we should think about that because it, it's like awards. the Golden Globes or maybe that's an episode that we could do. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but moving back to uh, to PC, she's currently starring in uh, ABC's Quantico and doing quite well. She got a nomination for uh, like best the People's Choice Award for Best Leading Actress after only something like three, four, or five episodes. So it's also like one of the only well done. new shows this year that's getting any traction at all. Yeah. So, you know, she... Well, that and Master of None, also starring a, an in, a, a person of Indian descent. Yeah, but for like the network shows, like yeah. Quantico and Supergirl are like the only ones, and Blindspot apparently, are the only yeah. ones that are really doing anything, all of which feature a female lead. Interesting. Go, ladies. Yeah. Um, and she'll be uh, starring opposite Ranveer Singh and Deepika Padukone in Sanjay Leela Baslani's Bajral Mastani, which is coming out in uh, December, and we are eagerly anticipating it. We will be talking about it on the show. We're going to talk about that and Dilwale. Yes. Yeah. When, uh, when it comes out. And she's a woman of many... Now you know, listeners. It's different. And she's it's a woman... okay. It's a, you know... It's okay that you didn't know. Okay. It's okay that I didn't know either. And she's a woman of uh, many talents. She's also a singer. She released an album, which includes collaborations with Will I Am and Pitbull. Uh, I've listened to it. I think it's awful. But, I think, you know. Potentially the first thing I saw in might actually be the Pitbull video, come to think of it. it just Exotic? Yeah, it just yeah. didn't really... Uh, she looks great in ...cotton it. on to me that, I, you know, she's a famous actress. But, you know, going back, it's there's not a lot of uh, actresses appearing in Pitbull videos. No. Or they're all secret actresses. <laughs> or they're pigs. Huh? The pig what? in the Kesha video. Oh. Okay. Sure. <laughs> that's a Kesha video. That's not a Pitbull video. Pitbull... No, that's a, that's a Pitbull song that Kesha appears in. I mean, Timber. He, he sings about as hard as in that video as he does about He's any... a rapper. Rapper. All right. Musical so, genius. These are all, you know, different qualifications. Okay. Uh, and finally, she's also a model. Um, and she's the first Indian model for a guest. She became a guest girl in 2013. Um, and, yeah, she looks great in those jeans. Is that you a... You love uh, a woman who wears jeans well, Matt? I can't disagree. Yeah. Is that a... Uh, is that at, like, a level in one's modeling career? I don't really know a lot of other people who are guest girls, but it's, like... A Victoria's, a Victoria's Secret girl, you kind of know that you're being slotted in a certain type after that. Well, Drew Barrymore had that iconic kind of spread in the 90s. It's mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. Um, I guess there's Cindy Crawford and her Calvins, but like... 
Yeah. I don't know if I I don't know if I know enough about what happens to you after you're a guest girl. <laughs> well, we'll have to. Apparently, you get a show with ABC. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the career path. Right guess there. opens all sorts of doors. Being a famous Bollywood star probably didn't help. It was it was definitely the ad. Obviously, and being unbelievably attractive. Yeah. Um. So we've seen quite a few of Priyanka Chopra's films, and mm-hmm. we've recommended quite a few on the podcast already. Yeah. Um. But we've wanted to focus on three these three films: Dostana, What's Your Rashi, and Marikam for a variety of reasons, which I'm sure uh, will become apparent as we discuss them. Uh, None of these are any of the films that she won awards for, but to me, I think these rules are all very iconic. Okay. Yeah. I don't disagree because I don't know that well. Okay. (laughs) But she certainly is, especially in What's Hiroshi and Mary Kam, she is the predominant star in them. Yeah. Yeah. Dostana is the three of them in Three's Company type piece but uh, she's definitely the main character of well not the main character but like the the acting focus is on her. yeah so why don't you uh why don't you introduce us to Dostana Matt what's Dostana about sure well I mentioned uh, the tv show uh Three's Company and it's kind of like that so uh John Abraham and Abhishek Bakchan are two young guys living in the city who of Miami yeah they're in Miami the city where like, the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn. So much skin in this movie. The, yeah. the opening of this movie. I think it's like Shut Up and Bounce is the song or something. Yeah, and... Oh, so much skin. This is one sexy, sexy movie. Much like that great song I just referenced. It it goes to that weird Miami sign that's in uh, uh, Will Smith's uh, song about it. Yeah. Which I thought they just made up for <laughs> uh, the Miami video, but apparently... It, it, it's either that or it's just still around and they just haven't taken it down. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so um, Abraham and Bakchan are two young men who find themselves in need of places to live. Mm-hmm. And uh, Abraham is a photographer. Yeah. Uh, his job isn't really that important, but he, he's he's <laughs> but basically... Say what Abhishek Bakshan says, because that's even funnier. Well, hold on. So, like, Abraham is basically just a hot guy. Yeah. And he sleeps with random chicks. And he actually meets um, Bakshan at a girl's place where Bakshan has hooked up with her roommate. So, already we're kind of transgressing a little bit, I would say. But uh, uh, Bakshan is a, uh, a male nurse... Which I love that. Yeah, it's it's played for laughs a little bit, but that's nothing that wasn't happening in say like a '90s Hollywood movie. You would have similar jokes about mm-hmm. that. But what's it, their jobs aren't really that important. What's important is that they uh, they end up finding an amazing apartment that's controlled by a a woman who is leery about letting two men live with her niece. I niece, think she's yeah. her niece. So they pretend to be gay. And this sets off a sort of romantic uh, love triangle as the two men pretend to be gay um, and also both simultaneously fall in love with Priyanka Chopra. Well, who who wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, you're living in her house. You would definitely have that happen. So uh, through a series of events, including um, I think it's Abraham applying for a green card. Mm-hmm. But he has to, you know, put his marital status on there, and it turns, yeah. Um, uh, Boman Arani shows up as a uh, uh, fashion magazine director who love when anytime that guy shows up, he's my favorite. 
Um, and Bobby yeah. Dale plays a, an eventual love interest for Priyanka Chopra. Yeah. Who also has a young son. Yeah, she she works at a fashion magazine, so yeah. that's how that plays in. But, uh, yeah, the, both men, while still pretending to be gay, make definite romantic advances towards Priyanka, who seems relatively blithe to what's going on until almost the very end when she's informed that they're not actually gay. Yeah, she's uh, kind of blissfully ignorant of their true sexuality. And so, okay, so I had read a lot about this film. and It's referencing kind of most of the Bollywood texts we picked up, partly because it's one of the only ones that deals with kind of gay characters, even though they're pretending. Although it's pretty clear that Bowman Arani's character is not gay. I mean, sorry, is gay. Is yeah, not pretending. and the... The white guy who works at the uh, customs office is also coded to be, you know, gay. And yeah, and they're like super in to John Abraham and Jack Bakhtan. Yeah, and it's not. Um, it, it's it is. Uh, we've seen other Bollywood movies where there would be kind of like a gay supporting character, maybe, but it's never explicitly mentioned, and it's never, uh, I would say. Respectfully done. They're usually a little bit over the top. And I think hearing the plot of this film, okay, so like two hunky Bollywood stars pretend to be gay so that they can be roommates with the hottest Bollywood actress, like Mm -hmm. that screams of gay panic. Like you just think there's going to be all these jokes about like them having to like hold hands and being awkward about that and other stuff. But none of this came off like gay panic to me. There was, there was a little bit surprisingly heartfelt. Yeah, there was a little bit right when the movie opened where they're kind of having to like hug each other and unclear about this, but they get over it very, very quickly. Yeah, but it's not like kind of like again like that gay panic stuff. Yeah, you know, there's where no... like they're so uncomfortable with it. It's more like tentative. Like, oh, now I'm pretending. Like you could imagine that these couples could be of these characters could be of different gender and they would still be reacting that way. It wasn't the yeah. gayness? Of the relationship that they were pretending to put on that was elevating um, the comedy. It's, yeah. you know, it could have been uh, Simon Pegg and the woman in Spaced. There's a, yeah, there's no um, sort of, oh no, I accidentally touched a dick type moments. No, <laughs> well, they wouldn't go that far. Um, and the relationship that Johnny Abraham and Abhishek Bakchan and Priyanka Chopra develop throughout this film is, I think, a very kind of, surprisingly loving one you know the three of them really do kind of become the best of friends and mm-hmm. even though Abhishek Bakchan and John Abraham are kind of like fighting for her attention in a sense there's mm-hmm. still kind of this sense of camaraderie or friendship as the title alludes to after halfway through the movie though they do kind of turn into assholes yeah they're like uh once Bobby Deal shows up they're kind of Messing with him because, you know, he's got a thing for Priyanka and they're like... Well, there has to be some conflict, Matt. But, like, they're going about it in kind of shitty ways. Like, it... it, I think it was a little bit mean. Like, I I wasn't really rooting for either of them by the end. Yeah, but I think that's kind Uh, of You're definitely rooting for Priyanka. But, like, both of these guys... both Both of these guys, I felt like they're just kind of dicks and I don't really... I don't really care what happens to them. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I, I do agree that kind of when it starts to become a competition between the two of them. Uh, and Priyanka, Priyanka doesn't notice that, say, an entire, um, <clears throat> what, it's like a pool house where they have a barbecue. And it's like, oh, I'm just hanging out with my friend. That's not what, that's not hanging out with your friend. 
That's something else. I, I realize that that is a function of the plot, but... It is a function of the plot. On. And also, I think women can develop kind of these close friendships with men that they don't see as kind of romantic predators. I, I suppose, but... Predators, or like, as, as people who would potentially be romantically interested in them. Yeah, it just, it just stretches the imagination a little bit that... Well, it is a movie. It, it, yeah, I know. The other thing I'll say about um, how I think the homosexuality subplot is tastefully done in this film, um, Abhishek Bakchan's mother comes uh, when she kind of gets the green card information and hears, you know, like, oh, my son is gay. And at first she's kind of having this reaction, but then like... There's a whole song about it that, uh, um, what, it's something like, uh, my son won't be in a girl's chariot or... Yeah. There's some sort of metaphor that they're working with. But very quickly, she welcomes John Abraham and, like, asks for his blessing and, like, gives him a bangle. Yeah, the, the bangle's nice. And it's all very sweet and, I think, very progressive. And then she um, leaves and is really not mentioned again for the rest of the movie. But I still think this gives... It, it helps kind of set a tone in this film yes. that allows it to get some mileage in this setup in a way, again, that doesn't come off as stereotypical offensive gay panic. Yeah, it's, it definitely has normalized the whole thing. And there's very few instances at which the characters are concerned that being seen as gay is bad. Yes. Yes, which I really appreciate. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, okay. So, Priyanka Chopra's character is certainly. She's a little blithe. A little blithe, a little vapid, a little. Eh, maybe vapid's the wrong word, but a little unaware of what's actually going on here. Mm-hmm. But this um, is a romantic comedy trope. It is a romantic comedy trope. And all that being said, I actually think that her character ends up coming off as kind of. A very strong, very independent, and very interesting woman. She's, you know, she has this career in this magazine, and she's both kind of like, she's upset that when her boss leaves, Bomana Rani, that she was looked over for a promotion, and they bring in Bobby Dale. Mm -hmm. And then she thinks that, you know, when Bobby Dale sets her out with some rather kind of hard-to-accomplish tasks about rebranding the magazine because, you know, he, quote-unquote, like, believes in her and thinks that, like, she's the person for this job. Isn't it, it like, completely redo the graphic design in five days, if I remember right? Well, yeah, like, Like, rebranding. It's, like, an actually impossible task. Well, and she thinks that he's setting her for failure when really it really is just that, you know, he does think that she has what it takes. And so I like how, kind of... You know, she's set up kind of in the first half of this film as this object of affection for these two men. Mm-hmm. And then kind it shifts of, by the end. It does shift by the yeah. end, exactly. And that's one of the things, another one of the things that I really love about this film is by the end, it's not, you know, the men like saying to her, like, oh, you have to pick one. By the end of the film, it really is kind of about her own, you know, self actualization of yeah. kind of reaching the height of her career and kind of being willing to let love in because she kind of talks throughout the film up until this point of kind of being somewhat unsure about love and romance and boys because, you know, until she'd met these two gay guys, she'd never really had a lot of luck with both being friends or yeah. kind of a, having a romantic interest in men. Which is interesting considering that it's in America. I yeah. wonder if they had to set it there or... Like, this just wouldn't work in India? Well, don't you think they're having a lot of fun by setting it in Miami? Like, that's such an excuse to show everyone in super small 
bathing suits. Yeah, and when you have and it's like a fun, exciting locale. I mean, like Miami is even fun to see in American films. Yeah, let alone an Indian one. Or perhaps in Pitbull music videos. <laughs> he is, uh, what, the king of Miami or? Something like that. Ram- it's that video fun with uh, Give a lot of shout outs to horrible Pitbull abuser episode. Chris Brown in, in a featured role. That's a great music video. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs> sure. Um, so what, what did you think of Priyanka Chopra's role in this film and... Um, do you think she kind of, her acting skills transcends her just being a pretty figure on screen? Yeah, she's always good. I, I can't think of a film that I've watched with uh, her in it that it, she seems like she's like phoning it in. She's always going for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's kind of a fluffy romantic comedy, but she, the cast completely commits. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, and this was uh, produced by Karen Johar, who... Um, I believe is probably gay, um, but he would. He's never... also coded as such. He's he is definitely coded as such, um, but has not come out to confirm that. So that's just speculation. I mean, it's, um, it's it seems like it'd be a difficult thing to do, perhaps. Yeah, and he was also the director of uh, Kabi Kushi Kabi Gam uh, and many other films. And we've talked about him as student of the year, which we talked about before on the podcast. And I think, you know, he has kind of an acute sense of what audiences want of what's kind of going to be entertaining. That being said, he's had a fair amount of flops lately with uh, Shandar and uh, Bombay Velvet. Shandar was a flop? Shandar was a flop. I didn't even get to see it. Well, we'll catch up with it later. Is it still in theaters? I don't know. Damn it. I wanted to see Shandar. We'll catch up with later. Okay. Any uh, final thoughts on Dostana before we move into Interval? Yeah, if you're looking for an entertaining romantic comedy... Featuring beautiful people in an interesting location, you could do worse than watching Ghost Town. And really dynamic characters. I can't stress that enough. I think. Um, yeah, I think John Abraham's character is maybe a little bit less uh, developed over the course of the but film. But he looks so good, Matt. Yeah, that's not if his you, job. His job is to show up and take his shirt off. I, if you I, I like this much. shirtless <laughs> dudes, do we have a movie for you? Shirtless Dudes, part of a ongoing series at uh, Bollywood is for lovers. Oh no, he and I, I love the way that him and Abhishek Bachchan commit to um, to this to this kind of fake gay storyline. I think, especially fashion wise. Yeah, they started dressing in a manner uh, very, very quickly and effectively. Especially Bachchan with these scarves that he's wearing all the time. Like, yeah, you understand what you're up to. They, they were born for the role, and and yeah, I, I think they, the characters. I guess yeah, I think they embrace it with a sense of kind of fun and willingness, and just uh, it, 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 nothing about it comes off as off-putting. And in mm-hmm. fact, like you know, if you are someone who wants to see you know shirtless dudes and ship them, I highly recommend this. And ship them? Yeah, like yeah, ship. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Internet slang. All right. So now it is time for Interval. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will be playing uh, essentially the reason why I want to watch this film is so we could play Desi Girl, um, which is a song that we heard at our Bollywood dance night for Diwali. Yeah. So this is a song that comes up in the film Dasana and perhaps marks the moment when uh, Priyanka Chopra notices that her two roommates are both in love with her. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it certainly let us, lets us all know who's the hottest girl in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you didn't know already. Hmm. <laughs> 
Desi Girl from the film Dostana, featuring Priyanka Chopra, Abhishek Bachchan, and John Abraham. And your man. And my buddy, Bowman Irony. One day he'll be on the show. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Is I, that is that a, an open invitation for Bowman Irony to be on our show, please? Yeah. I, I you are in it. so many good movies, and Matt loves you. He's great. <laughs> you just find like a solid character actor who, as soon as you show, as soon as he shows up, you know... You know, this is going to be pretty good. <laughs> he doesn't show up in shitty movies, as far as I've seen so far. I've seen a couple of books. Um, he's always also good at accents. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll get to it in the Bowman Irony episode, which is coming right up. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to sure. happen. Sure, he's got to s- be the main character in a movie, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. I, w- I would love to watch a movie with him as the main character. Okay. I'll, uh, uh, I'll do some research. Anyway, speaking of... Actors. <laughs> yeah? It's a good segue there, buddy. <laughs> Let's talk some more about Priyanka Chopra mm-hmm. and her acting talents. Yeah, so next up we have uh, What's Your Rashi? Yeah. Uh, which we picked because she plays 12 different characters. Yeah, so What's Your Rashi? Which means What's Your Zodiac Sign? Which, okay, Zodiac fans. It, throughout this film... You mean fans of astrology. David Fincher's Zodiac? Well, then too. Movie. Yeah, there's a big crossover there. Okay. Astrology people. Throughout this film, <laughs> the signs are mentioned as being sun signs. Right, yeah. But, I thought this was interesting. Yeah, but like I think here we would call them star signs, right? Yeah, because it They're the constellations, to the right? constellations, yeah. exactly. And so I don't know, and we had the official. Um, DVD of this um, that we took mm-hmm. up from the library. So, you know, the, it's about these as, subtitles... It's as you can get. Exactly. So I, I expect these subtitles to be the best quality that you could find. And yeah, they always translated it as sun sign. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And these are the zodiac uh, signs that um, most North Americans would gather, you know, the ones you see in the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. And I'm a Libra. Mm. This is going to come up later. <laughs> Um, so What's Your Rashi came out in 2009 and was uh, directed by Ashutosh Gowarikar. Uh Just a note. So this is the same director as Lagan and uh, Swades with Sharuk. Um, and, ooh, I don't remember the title of it, but that very epic one with Ashwari Ray and Rithik Roshan where he's like a prince. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something Akbar. Yeah, very kind of big and important director, and this is the first rom-com he'd made, mm-hmm. and I think the only rom-com he's made, and it was a huge flop. Yeah, but the the premise is interesting. So, mm-hmm. uh, Harman Barweja is a unassuming, nice guy. He's a he's non- an NRI in Chicago. Yeah, he's a non-resident Indian. He's in Chicago attending university. And they shot in Chicago. We've been to Chicago, so we can tell. Very exciting. Yeah, that was fun. Um, he's He's... Getting his MBA, this comes up a lot, very important, MBA. Um, And he finds out that his family, who are terrible, by the way. Like, (laughs) any scene with his family, I was actually just kind of annoyed. Yeah. Uh, But his family have, in his absence, 
become very, very indebted, especially his brother, who's into the mob for one and a half crores, I think. It's, yeah, it's something outrageous. Yeah, so he owes a lot of money and is generally just a pain in the ass. So they fake a heart attack. They, they tell him his father has had a heart attack. So he comes back and they tell him, you know, actually your father didn't have a heart attack. What we need you to do is get married in 20 days because your grandfather is willing to, you know, give his estate to you. Because, like we said, you're the only non-shitty member of this family. Apart from the daughters, who knows? She seems fine. Um, But, like, we need you to get married in 20 days and get your grandfather's estate so that we can mortgage off parts of the estate to pay for your brother's debts not really clear what he was doing with the money, but he yeah. he owes money to a guy who likes to chop fingers off and has like a finger chopping thing that he brings around. So, in order to get married as quickly and efficiently as possible, our main character uh, talks to his uncle who runs a dating agency, or I guess a uh, matchmaking agency for arranged marriages. And he decides, after reading the book What's Your Rashi?, that he wants to date one of each girl from each uh, star sign. Sun sign. Yeah, because he's under this impression that there's only really 12 kinds of girls. So if he dates one from each sign, then he's given himself the best chance to fall in love. And I guess like and a he's hundred... A, he's a Scorpio too, right? I think that No, at the up... end he says he doesn't know. What? I thought he was a Scorpio and then... Well, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. It, 176 girls apply to get married to him because yeah. he's reasonably handsome and he's coming into money. And he couldn't, he can't possibly, you know, he, then he would have to meet like 17.6 girls a this day. This is mentioned that he only has 10 days to meet all these girls and his brother's like, well, that would mean you'd have to meet 17.6 girls a day. That's impossible. Like, yeah. yep, we get it. We're, we're all good at math around here. Thanks. So to whittle it down, he picks one from each sun sign. Yeah. And so the movie which is three and a half hours long it is quite lengthy for romantic uh and it was criticized quite a lot for its um Mm -hmm. kind of extended runtime so he goes on dates with 12 different girls all of whom are played by priyanka chopra and i would say that you know i probably spends 20 minutes 15 minutes on each girl yeah and each one with the exception of the first who is aries gets a song Mm mm-hmm uh, which is, which nice. is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Although, like, none of them were overly exciting. Although, I guess, um, I think it's a Gemini. That song is supposedly shot in one take, and I didn't notice. Yeah. It, for a one-take dance sequence, they really didn't... It was surprisingly not impressive. Yeah. It was... Harman uh, Bawaja. Bawaja? Okay. Uh, not a great dancer. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit uh, slower and... Kind of gangly, so he's not quite athletic. But uh, let's let's talk about. Uh, oh well, we looked it up, and he actually doesn't know what his Rashi is. <laughs> uh, I no, the Scorpio came up because he heard that a hot girl was Scorpio, and he's like, "Ooh, a hot girl! Well, I'll date her," and it completely screws up his dating pattern. Yeah, but, it uh, does. Let's let's talk about a few of these characters that uh, Priyanka plays during the course of the film. Um. Yeah, I think you see like. A wide breadth of different kinds of characters, different kinds of women, and you see quite, you know, the extent of 
Priyanka Chopra's acting prowess. So we have um, a really the Libra, who is um, an extremely bossy kind of ball busting kind of woman, who's rich and potentially being investigated for fraud. She was mm-hmm. my favorite. Um, Aries is kind of a, a awkward girl. She's a country girl who's kind of like only learned a little bit of English to try and appear cosmopolitan. Exactly. Um, Gemini is a college girl who uh, likes to party and is open to falling in love but doesn't want to get married so quickly. Yeah, she seemed nice, but I feel like uh, uh, the Scorpio woman kind of would have made more sense for Gemini. Yeah. Because she's a very traditional-seeming girl who actually wants to become a model and move to Chicago. Something that comes up a lot... She knows so much about Chicago. Yeah, something that comes up a lot in the movie is that... A lot of these girls want to use him for either the wealth he's coming into or the fact that he lives out of the country. Like a lot of them, because they signed up for a marriage service, might not be entirely uh, clear in their aims. Yeah, and, and so Cancer is a, is a small town girl who had an affair with her neighbor's son. And so her parents are trying to marry her off and to someone not from India, not from their small town, because she's not a virgin, and she doesn't want to deceive him. Yeah. Um, she was a very interesting character. I I really appreciated Priyanka Chopra's performance of her, because she's has this kind of quiet strength and dignity. She's sort she of like a, vi- a Victorian novel character. Who, yeah. She's very sad, and you find out why, and like, oh. Dang, well, that, and I that think, sucks, man. I think that's a very real thing. Yeah. You know? And I, I really, you know, I, I thought, you know, she doesn't... With very few words, Priyanka Chopra gives that character a level of depth kind of easily. Well, there's also there's a song sequence and, you know, elegant tracking shots. Like, the movie actually does the work of making us really empathize with her. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also something in her look, right? She yeah. She gives good face. Um... Aquarius is a microbiologist um, who is in love. A microbiologist who, by the way, is twenty one. Is twenty one and working as a professional microbiologist. She must have gone to school very early. Yeah, and she's uh, she likes to sing and she's kind of bubbly and gets along with our hero instantly. But she's in love with someone else. Yeah, there she she wants uh, her family to think that she's you know still on the market mm-hmm. for a husband. Um, Pisces is a superstitious girl who believes that, uh, they are reincarnated from kind of a, uh, the two lovers, uh, who 25 years ago died tragically. She's probably the funniest one, I would say. <laughs> is she? Although I, I, I do also like, uh, the hippie one. Mm. Who was what? Uh, she, she was Sagittarius. Yeah. So yeah. she's, she's really she, into the astrology and thinks... Well, first she does his uh, fortune? No. His future? Whatever it is they do. She figures out what's going to happen to him. And she says, oh, your first marriage is not going to go well. Unless we bang right now. Yeah, she's like has eroticism kind of spilling out all over. And she's got like this long, wild kind of crimped hair. Yeah, she's a real earth Uh, mother type. Yeah, exactly. And she's very old parents or grandparents who potentially aren't sure what her daughter's up there yeah, daughter she turns the to. ceiling fan on and is like, it's okay, they won't be able to hear over that. Like, all right then. <laughs> Taurus is a 
is a, a kind of a spoiled young woman from an extremely wealthy family who thinks that she has to act crazy in order to get someone who isn't just after her money. So she puts on a front. Yeah. Um, Virgo is a doctor who helps out uh, the less fortunate, helps out small villages with their yeah, medical they, needs. They get along right away, but there's some problems but she doesn't about leave where they want to live. India, yeah. 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 And um, Leo is also... Leo also doesn't want to leave India. She's a, she's a successful dancer um, and kind of resents um, our hero for kind of going to live abroad and not appreciating kind of the things about India that make it great. Well, yeah, um, she, she thinks that uh, NRIs, as they're called, kind of change when they leave and when yeah. they come back, they're maybe a little bit too good for things. So she's and, got a bit of a chip on her shoulder. Also, she's just out for the money. Yeah, I yeah, because she needs money to be an artist, essentially. We're ruining this whole movie by mentioning everything, but I, I feel like... Well, and Capricorn... Could, yeah, you could give a pass on this one, I would say. Capricorn like, is a 15-year-old girl who par- whose parents are trying to marry her off. Yeah, I feel like... Way to go, Capricorn. Cards on the table, you probably could get away with not watching this movie. It's mm. It's certainly interesting and... One thing it does reveal is a lot of different attitudes towards women and possessed by women in Indian culture. Yes. So there's a lot of different, especially with marriage involved, They, each family is trying to marry their daughter off in a different way and for different reasons. And that is really interesting. But I found that... Most people I don't think are going to sit through this runtime. <laughs> yeah, it's three and a half hours long. And you could have carved off a good hour of kind of bullshit subplots. Yeah. Well, and okay, so they're all played by Priyanka Chopra because we're told that he's seeing all the same women because it's the face of his soulmate. And well, he's seeing he's seeing his soulmate's face over and over again, but I, I guess I guess the one he ends up with, that's her face and the other ones probably don't look like that. Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I feel like we didn't have to... I didn't need this explanation for why they were all being played by Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, like, it would it would have been fine. They they do a lot and with, this kind of, with makeup and especially her posture. She changes for each person. Yeah. And I would have just believed that they all look the same. Like, I, I don't need a mystical explanation from his grandfather as to, oh, the one you eventually marry, she... Well, you know, you're going to see her face everywhere when he's seeing all kinds of chicks walking around who aren't Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, and I just I didn't find that kind of a compelling metaphor for love. Like, have you seen the trailers for this new Charlie Kaufman film, uh, Annalisa? Annalisa, no. Um, so one of the kind of conventions of that film is that um, the main character, um, so he, he it's it's animated, and so he is a voice actor. And then Jennifer Jason Lee plays, like, the woman that he falls in love with. And then all the other characters are voiced by the same guy. Mm-hmm. And so there's, it's about how, kind of, you know, the one person that sounds different is kind of, you know, the one he connects with and the one he's kind of supposed to be in love with. That, to me, is kind of a much more compelling uh, way to weave in, kind of, through the fabric of your film, these larger statements about soulmates. Than, than this. I, also I didn't prob- need this explanation. It's also probably not three and a half hours long, too. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, and I guess we do see two of them on screen at the same time. They're, they're, well, and they have a whole dance sequence where all 12 of them are there together. Which is impressive. I'll yeah. say that much. I thought they did a good job on that. It's impressive because it allows you to see kind of how 
Priyanka Chopra has really brought different physical characteristics, not just through kind of costuming and makeup, but her kind of posture Mm -hmm. and the way she carries herself to each one of these characters. And that's what I will say is that I think this is a tour de force for Chopra. And I think it's too bad that the film uh, was both a flop and doesn't kind of live up to my desires or expectations. Yeah, you could have, this could be edited down, not even into a two hour movie. It could be edited down into a really good one and a half hour movie. Still feature length, by the way. <laughs> that would have been, you know, I don't know much two, more interesting. Two and a half, I think, would be good. Just shave half an hour of it. Yeah, it's, um, it. I think the premise is ultimately more interesting than the result. Exactly. We should also say that uh, it has kind of this opening dance sequence that's super Bond esque. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it would be the uh, opening titles to, you know, Goldfinger. Well, no, it would be like. Bond versus Zodiac Killer. Or yeah. Like, something like that, where... Priyanka Chap- Chopra is all in shadows, and it is her. She's um, dancing and making shapes for each different uh, um, sign. Yes. And we should also say that it opens with uh, another hilarious disclaimer, Matt. Yes. I guess, I guess we should films say... Hollywood have the most hilarious disclaimers. I guess we should say, when we're laughing about the disclaimers... There is a cultural reason why these do exist. I mean, people do believe in astrology Mm -hmm. and it is, you know, it is funny to think about. But yeah, people can get offended by anything. So I understand why they want to cover themselves on this. But please go ahead. Okay. This is a work of fiction created for entertainment and with respect for astrology. The writers and makers of this film do not profess any belief in or knowledge of astrology. The scenes depicted in this film may not be construed as a comment on astrology or a portrayal of astrology as being a solution for problems. Yeah. Ultimately, I think dating 12 (laughs) girls based on their uh, star sign is potentially not the greatest uh, way to solve your problems. I agree. We'll be talking about this uh, when we talk about DDLJ. Um, You know, kind of people will kind of, if they see something in a movie, try and emulate it in India. So in DDLJ, so many people were kind of enamored with this idea of these two people falling on the train. They would go to London and try and fall, fall in love with on a train. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I can kind of see, like, trying to mitigate that imitable behavior. But still, this is a hilarious disclaimer, you have to admit. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our final film this episode to discuss, Mary Kong. Mary Kong came out in 2014, directed by Omang Kumar, who was a production designer for Sanjay Leela Pasani. This is his first film. And it stars Priyanka Chopra, Darshan Kumar, and Sunil Thapa. Uh, stars Priyanka Chopra as the titular Mary Kong. Who well, I've is... never heard of before this, but I guess I don't really watch... Um, uh, Sporting events. <laughs> yeah, at all. Let alone kind of amateur women's boxing. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, but the the real Mary Calm is a fascinating individual. She is a world boxing champion. Five-time, right? Five-time world boxing champion, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, from Manipur, which is a very small state in the far eastern side of India. Um, and not... Regularly shown in the Indian media that kind of we see that makes it overseas. And this might have to do with the fact that Hindi films aren't allowed to play there. 
Yeah, since 2000, the local government has actually banned Hindi films in the state. So, unfortunately, this film, which is about a local hero um, and a national hero, mm -hmm. did not even play in her home state, which I think is yeah. unfortunate. I'm sure... Much like something like uh, um, the act of killing, people probably watched it sub rosa, like maybe because because they um, Draft House released the act of killing for free to people in Indonesia who weren't able to see it because the government obviously is not going to let that movie slide. I'm sure people who wanted to see Mary Khan probably were able to see it in Manipur. Hopefully. Um... And she also competed in the Olympics, where she received a bronze medal and has become, again, like this national hero in India. And she helps uh, teach a lot of young women uh, self-defense techniques. She's also a wife and a mother. She has three children, um, including two who are twins. Mm -hmm. um, and she did all this while continuing her boxing career. And that's what this film shows us. So it opens kind of... Um, in media res, and Priyanka Chopra as Maricom is in labor, and her husband is trying to get her to a hospital so she can deliver their baby. Unfortunately, there's a riot happening. Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, too much about Manipur. It's a part of India that uh, I don't hear that much about. Um, but it seems like it seems there's definitely political unrest happening, especially at the time when Maricom is. Pregnant. Yeah. Whatever was yeah. going on, something something big was happening, and you know there was riot police, cops are out. Mm -hmm. It was really desperate. So we then flash back to kind of her um, as a teenager and starting to take up boxing, despite kind of the protestations of her father, who kind of doesn't believe that this is you know something that she can do or that she can excel at. And His motivations are somewhat unclear. It's yeah. not so much that I don't think girls should fight or I wanted you to go to school or something. I never really got a grasp on why he didn't like it. Mm -hmm. It was just more kind of because that's what the dad does in the movie. Exactly, yeah. Um, I'm sure the real guy had some reason. but And, of course, we see her train very hard and she becomes very successful, but then she kind of throws... A wrench into her career when she falls in love, gets married, and has a child, and is told that because of the damage that childbirth has done to her body, she'll never be able to regain that kind of prowess in the ring. Mm -hmm. um, both kind of the uh, the boxing officials and her coach kind of turn on her. Yeah. And guess what, Matt? Guess what? She proves them all wrong. She does it anyway. Um, so this is very much kind of like your classic inspirational sports biopic. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I think this is kind of like, I mean, I guess the obvious comparison to this is a million dollar baby. Mm -hmm. um, it's better than that movie. But I think this is, you know, something that, you know, I rarely see in Bollywood, but I rarely see in film in general. It's, it's interesting. The antagonists in this movie aren't, um, they're not typical. Well, they are kind of typical, but they're it's... They're men who kind of don't believe that women can rock. That's true. Like <laughs> Her it, husband supports her, though. Her husband supports her. Her husband, who she meets at a, like, pit fight, by the way. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. But, like, the, the antagonists in this movie, there isn't really a strong enough one for you to care. It's more just... Mary Com being able to overcome 
getting pregnant, basically. That's the crux of the movie, honestly. Like, well, she's a champion, and then she has to train and become a champion again. It, it's, it's not even overcoming getting pregnant. It's overcoming the people who don't want to support her because they don't believe that a woman um, who is a wife and a mother can also be a boxer. Yeah, there's a lot going on because there's some anti menopause sentiment in the press. There's there's this fantastic line about how now she's actually stronger that she's had a child. I wish they'd gone into that more. Like, if it had been something like her endurance has changed. And Sorry, and she had twins. She, she had fucking twins. She had twins, but like I wish it, I wish they'd explain it because they said she was stronger, and I was thinking like maybe she's just tougher now, like she could take more pain, and she has to change her boxing style, like she's less quick now. Because no, I think she it's does more... kind of fail an early fight, and it's um, you know a younger woman is just running circles around her, and we don't really understand why she's getting better later on. No, or at least I didn't. It's a metaphorical strength, Matt. It's about how now. She she has even more to fight for. And her body has been through, you know, kind of this the distress, you know, like this mm-hmm. this intense experience. And she's going to come back from that as even more powerful because she is a woman. I find this film exceptionally kind of pro-femininity. Um, but again, a very, like, powerful and strong representation of that femininity, yeah. you know. She she's an Indian. That's very important. This film is a strong national nationalist sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an Indian. She's from Manipur. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's a daughter, and she's a boxer. And mm-hmm. she can be all of those things, and none of them are in contention with one another. Well, people think they are exactly, and yeah. she has to show them that they're not. And that's that's the the antagonist in this film is underestimating the strength that a woman has. Sure, but then there's also a bunch of other antagonists that don't really matter. Like, yeah. the guy whose job it is to be in charge of Indian boxing is kind of just a dick to her for no reason because he's a sexist uh, asshole yeah. who, you know, well, I mean, whenever takes the very difficult and probably stupid stance of sexually harassing women boxers who at one point are just probably going to kick his ass, right? Like, yeah. that guy's head for And the fall. other girls are catty to her, so kind of in protest, she shaves her head. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, which that, is really fascinating. That kind of yeah, that that happens, and then other things happen afterwards. But I mean, Matt, think like whenever you're actually trying to distill someone's life story, especially someone who is still living, and mm-hmm. find kind of the narrative through line through that, I think that's kind of a difficult task to really set out like a three act structure on someone's life. Like yeah. no one's life is like that. And no, I think I, yeah, I'm not saying I would want it to be. I'm just saying I, I I kind of wish there was. Like there's a, uh, I think she's German boxer whose po- uh, who's poise is kind of a, a rival and that doesn't really amount to much, I guess. But um, what I will say is that I am a little bit disappointed by the actual boxing scenes in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that you could tell that Chopra is in exceedingly good shape. Yeah. Uh, there's a Rocky-esque training sequence where she does some amazing. physical feats. Who doesn't that, love a good training sequence? Yeah, there's some amazing physical feats done in that one. Um, I bet it's probably on YouTube. We should just link to it. it. It's really good. Well, I mean, should say there's no there's songs, but there's no dancing. Um, instead, yeah. you get like workout montages, and they're awesome. Yeah, but I felt that the actual fighting scenes. I think it was her the whole time. I don't think that there was a body double, but the way that they were edited. Yeah. Really made it. 
seem less dangerous. Yeah, it lacks the intensity of, say, something like David or Russell's The Fighter. Yeah, and this also might be a problem with women's boxing because they're wearing the protective helmets the whole time. Mm. And you're really not seeing anyone get absolutely demolished like you do in most Is that why you movies. enjoy watching boxing? Um, well... You know, seeing people get rocked is always entertaining. Um, okay, but what did you think of Priyanka Chopra's performance? And what do you think of this kind of in comparison to some of the other roles that we have seen her in? I thought she was really good. Um, it was a little bit weird that she really doesn't look like anyone else who lives in Manipur. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we should say kind of that um, Obviously, India is a very kind of culturally diverse country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more linguistically diverse than Europe. And, you know, kind of people vary in appearance throughout the country. And kind of the people from Manipur distinctly look um, kind of Nepalese and yeah, Chinese. Tibetan. Yeah. Um, I think, I'm not sure if this is exactly where uh, the end of the film Highway takes place, but mm. it does seem to be. That sort of area. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, plonking Priyanka Chopra in the middle of all these other people. I think they do a pretty admirable job. Well, I think it's preferable to using makeup to make her look like her parents in the film. Yeah. Like, she's just there. And it could be, you know, a sticking point for some people. I thought it was a little weird, but I got over it. Yeah. But, on the whole, she's good. She... You could tell that she really prepares for her roles, mm-hmm. especially physically. Like, again, she's doing some amazing feats of strength. Well, and, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to discuss this film is because it's not a role where she's expected to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure, she is still extremely attractive, but she's not exact, like, she's not a sex object for anyone. And that's why this kind of stood out to me over. Fashion, which is the film that she got the National Film for Award, the National Film National Film Award for, uh, as well as a Film for Award for, um, which we did try and watch, and I hate it was to hella say boring. We turned off. Yeah, yeah, heroin um, was okay, but fashion. Bleh. But there she's playing uh, a fashion model, so she's still kind of being uh, objectified to a certain extent for her body, which yes is kind of what the film's about. It's about kind of the darker side of that and about kind of showing how um this objectification of women like what it does to them Mm -hmm. um that being said i just thought that mary calm was so much more of kind of an atypical role of her as this strong female boxer and this is i'm really impressed by this yeah and i think her star power is part of you know why a film like this gets made of course and you know they're dealing with a national hero as well so I think you're going to get kind of a level tone in regards to the characters because you don't want to offend anyone. Like, yeah. You're not going to get as much drama as you would in a, you know, um, fictional film. So everything's kind of evened out a little bit. I just wish the boxing was a bit better. Yeah, that's fair. So closing thoughts, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, which role do you think Priyanka Chopra shone the most in? Which uh, was her best out of these? Um, well, Mary Comb, definitely, mm-hmm. she put the work in. But I gotta say, actually, what's your Rashi? That is impressive to yeah. do. It, it's it's not in a, the most amazing film to watch, but it, she really gave it her all. And which one would you recommend most for, like, say, someone who's caught her on Quantico and is interested in seeing more? Probably Mary Comb in Mary that Comb, case, yeah. but 
Dostana is really good as well. I think it's probably my favorite out of these three. Me too. Yeah, I think Dostana is the most fun. Yeah, but that might be someone who's more into Bollywood already. Coming mm-hmm. out of Quantico, you probably want something with a bit more action in it. So maybe Mary Call. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If uh, you would like to keep up with the show in the meantime, you can find Matt and I on Twitter. I am at Ernie Fraser. And I'm Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S. We also have a Twitter account for the podcast. It is at Bollywood Pod. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. We will read all the reviews out on air, and we appreciate all of them. You can also like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Tumblr. Yeah, check out our Tumblr. We're often posting, you know, gift sets of uh, that people have made from films that we're watching and just fun stuff, movies that we're looking forward to. I think, you know, Tumblr's a good time. All right. And we will be back in two weeks to do an entire de- episode dedicated to... Uh, Aditya Chopra's Diwali Dilhungia Lajayenge. We have made an entire nation mad at us by our terrible... DDLJ! But this is a film that is, like, astoundingly popular. Yeah. To this day. It uh, recently celebrated its 20th anniversary, and we are going to be discussing it partly because it is the classic pairing of Shah Rukh Khan and Kajal, and they will be appearing again in uh, Dilwale. Dilwale. Uh, stay tuned for that in two weeks and thank you again so much for listening. Beep, beep.